Hi everybody, welcome to the Joe Roberts Show. As many of you might know, we have pulled all of you and asked what you guys want Joe to talk about instead of interviewing other people. So we got a couple answers and we're gonna do some episodes and go through them, the different topics and everything like that. Let's just get right down to business. Joe Roberts Show. This, this is the Joe Roberts Show. The Joe Roberts Show. The Joe Roberts Show. We got a couple questions on what is a 529 plan? I have no idea myself, so I'll dumb it down for all of you. Joe's gonna kind of tell us more information about it. So, yeah, we'll no. just give you some insight into our own experience. Uh, you know, we've set up a few accounts over, I guess, probably about the last seven years. What did we do? At that time, we went, uh, the first one was with uh, Merrill Edge, and that was set up for a family relative, and, you know, we just made a contribution with a certain uh, asset allocation that we thought historically has done the best, and we placed money in there on the birthdays and certain holidays. Can we backtrack? Like, what is a 529? Like, you just kind of launched into it. What is it? Like, what if someone like me didn't know what it was? A 529 college savings plan. It's kind of like a IRA for education. So you put in your, put an income that already has been taxed into a college 529 plan. Now, this used to only be for going to college. Now, over the last couple of years, the government has changed the rules and now can be used for certain K through 12 expenses at private schools, annual cap of only $10,000 per year. But uh, yeah, so now you can use it pretty much K through you know, college. So if you want to enroll your child in some like hoity-toity elementary school, um, like a private elementary school, you could put the money into that. Correct. You could, uh, you know, use your 529 plan to fund that at up to ten thousand dollars a year, and uh, you know, once you, after you make the investment into the plan, it compounds on a yearly basis, tax-free, when you withdraw it. So far as it's used for the expenses of school. So you had talked about when you kind of launched into it that people like put in money for the holidays. So I know like my parents and grandparents and all they put in money for the Christmas and all that stuff, so the kids don't get crazy stupid amount of toys, but there's a limit that one person a year can put into that or through five years. And I don't understand. What so typically, you know, when you gift somebody money, there's an annual limitation of $15,000 a year without filing a report. So, uh, you know, there's also a, a way that with 529s that you actually can contribute up to a five years forward. So that would be $75,000 a year in one year. And then you'd have to file something though, uh, you know, with your tax return. Um, but yeah, so far we haven't done that. We've only been investing periodically over the last few years. Uh, the last 12 months or so, we kind of cut that off because the stock market was just way too hot and we thought there's uh, better ways to allocate capital. You know, it depends on your situation and what obviously is gonna work best, but uh, consistency, dollar cost averaging over a long period of time is always historically done the best. So you said like stock, so it's like an IRA or a Roth that it all varies on the stock market. Correct, yeah, it all varies on how, the stock, how well the stock market does and uh, yeah, I mean, they give you some options of what you can pick. Um, so you could pick like a more aggressive one or a least, what do you call that? Like what's that business terms, is there a well, allocating or? I mean, you're just allocating certain, yeah, growth funds or uh, small cap, mid cap, large cap. Cool. Um, so 
how are they taxed or are they taxed? Well, you're, you're using uh, cap, you know, your own income that's already been taxed when you're putting it in there. So, or, you know, if you're using it for your education expenses, there won't be any tax on the withdrawal to pay for them. Okay. Um, and so you're the account owner. Our children are the beneficiaries to each account they have, but we don't technically need two accounts. Is that correct? Correct. There is a, a ruling that we've seen before where you could actually allocate the uh, funds from one account to another child to withdraw. So, you know, I think the most important step is just to get one going at least and uh, for at least one child and just be consistent uh, in your contributions. And so it's a compound effect. So the earlier you start, the better. Correct. Okay. And, uh, you know, the only reason I chose these at the time, obviously for the tax benefits, um, we're all about saving the taxes here. <laughs> we're all about saving taxes, and we um, don't invest in the stock market. So this was our only allocation of data since going to the market. So we're just playing with our kids in the market. Okay. Um, and so the same thing, like I was saying, with you can have one. So we have two. And say Josh turns into this. We're outside. People are going crazy. Um, say Josh turns into this amazing soccer star you know, joins the majors or, you know, gets a full ride to college, he then won't get taxed to take the money out of his account if you get a full ride. Correct. There's uh, special guidelines and obviously all this stuff will change with this government, but uh, with some full scholarships, you might be able to withdraw all your investment without being taxed. But if you withdraw it without college, um, you know, say like your child doesn't want to go to college and they, you know, want the money that isn't saved for them. If they do withdraw it for non-education purposes, then there's a tax. Then there's tax, on. tax and penalty. Okay. Um, so there's, as of right now, there's um, taxes and a 10% tax penalty on top of it. Okay. So they can use it for trade school even, anything. So basically anything after kindergarten for education. So we couldn't use it right now for daycare. Correct. They're not, they're not allowing it for homeschooling yet. Well, may not. You either, never but. know if anything changes with that. Who the heck knows anymore? Um, okay, so just summing it all up real fast. I'm kind of like just quick one. Um, anyone can put into it. I know, like we give family members a link, so they don't we don't they don't have to pay us, and we have to put the money in the link. That's just a big thing. But there's like straight up a link they just go to, put the money in themselves, and then it prints out almost like a little card, and it's like. My mom and pop donated to so-and-so's college fund and here you go so we and you get an email so it's pretty simple they don't even have correct to do and anything. that's through vanguard we, we oh. use merrill edge uh and vanguard the most recent has been vanguard they seem to be uh, very easy to set up you know in minutes and they also give you that uh code that you can use to give out to relatives so they can contribute directly to it so there's more than one company that you can do a 529 through almost all the uh, a lot of the institutions provide the service. So I guess it's up to the individual family or person to do their research to see what one kind of works best. Correct. And there, there may also be some state uh, income tax deductions for contributing to a 529. You have to check on your individual state and look at the uh, regulations there in your state. But as of this moment right now in July of 2020, would you say someone should open it or should they wait a couple months? Which they do? It's always best to get started. You know, always contribute consistently. If there happens to be a big fallout in the market, just contribute uh, a lot. I'd probably contribute a lot more. The market's down dramatically. Because the market will go back up and then your money will be worth a lot more. 
Okay. And each person in the family can give up to 15K per child, or per person, actually. It doesn't even have to be your child. You can give up 15K per niece, per nephew. Correct. And each adult could give up 15 each, so. So you can give me 15? <laughs> Definitely could. Oh, okay. Well, I'll um, so, so technically together, we could give 30 each a year per child. Yeah. Or 75 over a five year, at one time, but yeah. it covers you for five years. Okay. It was just from our experience. I mean, it was easy. I just went on the Vanguard site. Totally out, easy. I did not. Filled, filled out all the information, set up your account to, you know, uh, send, send over the first contribution, and you set up automatic payments. I mean, it's easy. You set them up frequently so you don't have to worry about it. Just withdrawals from your account. And, uh, you know, I think that's how people do best is when they set it and forget it. When you don't even kind of, in theory, realize the money's missing. When it just Correct. Just cool. All right. Well, um, that was it for our 529 discussion. If you guys have any more questions or anything else you guys want us to quickly talk about like this, uh, kind of Joe's insider info ideas and me trying to bring it down to everyone's level, please go to joerobert.com, join our email list and you can contact us there, get more information and kind of submit your ideas from us, what you want to hear about. And I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening to The Joe Roberts Show. Take these tips and insights that you can use to help grow your own personal wealth and share them with a friend that could also benefit. Don't miss a single episode or updates. Subscribe to our email list at joerobert.com. And as always, keep pushing yourself towards a more impactful life. The Joe Roberts Show. The Joe Roberts Show. Joe Robert Show.